Shalom, and welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. The title of this message is Receive His Strength. I've been considering for a couple of weeks now this passage from Paul's letter to the Colossians, and it deals with strength and might, not natural, supernatural. Strength and might that we receive from Yeshua through his Holy Spirit. This is in Colossians 1, verses 9 through 11. For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. And here's the verse, verse 11. Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks. Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks. Back in 2016, my friend Ken and I, in August, we did a prayer walk. The prayer walk was to walk across Michigan's Upper Peninsula from the east, Drummond Island, to the west, Ironwood. It, the total walk was just over 400 miles. So it took us most of the month, and we would walk 15 to 18 miles a day. and it required strength. It required might in our physical bodies and also in our souls and our minds. Uh, when you're walking that much, eight to nine hours a day, uh, you need strength to stay focused, to stay focused on your prayers and stay focused on heaven, stay focused on the goal. I remember one day in particular, we weren't yet halfway through the prayer walk. <clears throat> and but we so we'd been walking like that for several days, maybe close to two weeks. And it was a particularly hot day. And hot for Michigan's Upper Peninsula, it was, I think it was 92 or 93 degrees. And muggy, which can sap your strength, and the sun was shining. And I remember we had, we had a set goal in mind for that day, and we'd been walking six or seven hours uh, and a hot day, and we were sweating, and I remember we had two hours to go, and as we were walking along, and I was getting tired, and I, I thought about various scriptures on strength. Uh, this one in Colossians wasn't one of them, but uh, various other ones, and I remember saying to God, I said, now God, I don't want these to be just scriptures about getting supernatural strength. We need strength. We need you, you to infuse us with strength so we're not just slogging along for the last two hours, but we're focused, we're alive, we're lively. And you know, I said things like, this can't just be a nice prayer. It, you actually have to do it. And just, just about then we saw a spot of trees and we, we got in the shade and sat down. We had something, a snack and something to drink. And we, we were talking about our prayers and and about the kingdom 
And just then, this eagle, it's, it's like it appeared out of nowhere, but this eagle was suddenly 20 feet above us. Now that's close for an eagle. Uh, eagles you usually don't get that close to people. It swooped down, it seemed to look right at us and swooped away again. And at the time, I thought it was awesome. I, I love seeing eagles. And for me, eagles are a symbol of the kingdom of God and who we are to be as supernatural people with uh, supernatural vision, supernatural strength, supernatural provision. Uh, I thought it was, I didn't really take it as a sign, as an answer to my prayer at that moment, but it was. God sent that eagle to say to us, I'm going to give you supernatural strength. And he did. We got up from that, that shady place and for the next two hours, we were alive. Uh, there was something that had come over us, and I know what it was. It was the spirit of strength and might. It was this scripture. Let me read it again. Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, for all patience and long suffering with joy. Father infused us, or activated, or in answer to my prayer, it rose up within us. That supernatural strength. Now, let me just unpack this here in Colossians 1 for a minute. What, this is what we're called to be and what we're called to do. In order to be and do what we're called to be and do, we need supernatural strength. Yeshua said this in Acts 1.8, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You will be, you will be my witnesses. In verse 10 of Colossians 1, this is what Paul says, That you may walk worthy of the Lord. And he says, if we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. That you may walk worthy of the Lord. That needs, that requires strength. Not just physical strength, mental strength, emotional strength. Fully pleasing Him. Being fruitful in every good work. We are connected to the vine, Yeshua. Branches connected to Him, ordained and called to be fruitful. That requires strength, like Yeshua said. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. This, this touches on the very aspect of supernatural strength, uh, supernatural uh, infilling from the vine so that we can bear fruit, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Increasing in the knowledge of God takes all the fruit of the Spirit, discipline, uh, love, joy, peace, patience, self-control, Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy. All patience and long-suffering. Paul's saying here, we're called to patient endurance. We're called to long-suffering. We're called to manifesting the kingdom of God on earth, no matter how dark the earth gets, how difficult it gets for us, or how much resistance we're receiving from men or demons. That's why we need to be strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power with joy. I remember uh, a number of years ago now, uh, I was in prayer and the voice of our father came to me and this is what he said. He said, Daniel, you've made good decisions. Receive strength to abide in your decisions. Making good decisions is a vital part of the walk with Yeshua. Through the scriptures, uh, through knowing Yeshua, uh, through our daily walk, through prayer, 
and intercession and introspection, we are called to make good decisions. And then once we've made good decisions, we need to abide in those decisions. And Father was saying to me, Daniel, you, you have made good decisions. Receive strength to abide in your decisions. And I want to say that to you today. Uh, you who've been walking with Yeshua for many years, or maybe just recently began to walk with Yeshua, you've made good decisions. The decision to walk with Yeshua and turn your life over to him, the, the decision to be in the word and prayer, the, to, the decision to give up things and repent and turn, these are all good decisions. And as life goes on day by day, year by year, we need to abide and stay in those decisions and not fall back and not turn back and not be shipwrecked. And it reminds me of this verse in Isaiah 40. It's a very key verse in, in this power and might and <clears throat> strength that we must receive. Receive strength. What Father was telling me is, first of all, you've made good decisions, but you can't maintain those decisions in your own strength. You need supernatural strength. So receive it from me. And, you know, that reminds me of what John the Baptist said in John 3. He said, a man can receive nothing unless it is given to him from heaven. So much of the Christian walk is about receiving things from heaven. And one of those main things is power, strength. Isaiah 40, verse 28. The creator of the ends of the earth neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. The creator of the universe, our Father, the one who gave us life, the source of all life, the one who created billions of stars and knows each of them by name, does not faint, nor does he grow weary. He does not grow tired. He uh, watches over a great, vast universe, but he never has a moment where he's tired or needs to sleep or rest. His understanding is unsearchable. We don't understand that. We as human beings, we grow tired. We need to rest. We need to regroup. Uh, we need to sleep. Verse 29, he gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even young people faint and are weary. Young men may fall because of their fatigue. But those who wait upon Jehovah renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. There is a renewing of strength. There's an, you know, the word in Hebrew for renew there can also be translated exchange. And there is. When we grow weak and weary, whether it's in our mind and our resolve or in our soul and our <clears throat> desires toward God or in our bodies, when we grow weak, that's when we can turn to him and receive his supernatural strength. He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. He will increase your strength as you wait upon him in love, in hope, in faith. And I'm encouraging you and exhorting you to do that. And you know, I don't have time here today to look at many other scriptures that deal with receiving power and strength. But let me just quote that one again. Uh, from John chapter 15, uh, where Yeshua is using a parable of a grapevine to show us his kingdom. And he says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear, this is John 15, verse 4, As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. 
I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So this, I mean, this is a spiritual strengthening coming from heaven. This is a spiritual power surge coming from our Savior. Ultimately, though, he wants us to stay focused on the fact that he is our strength. It's not just a nice concept. It's not just a nice word in the scriptures. It's not just a nice parable. He is the strength. So it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Yeshua said, come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I'll give you rest. You know, all these things about uh, inviting us to come to him. He is the vine. He is our supernatural strength. Uh, several years ago now, um, when I was on a, a Carex weekend, uh, Carex is a ministry where we go into the prisons of Michigan and we bring the gospel uh, to those inmates. And it's, it's a four-day weekend. It's four days in a row. We go in in the morning and come out at night, but we spend all day with these inmates. And it's Christianity 101. We bring them the truth. We bring them the love of God. And we show them the way. And at the end of the weekend, uh, the inmates have a what's called a closing program. And during that program, they have an open microphone. They each get two minutes to share their impression of the weekend and what's on their heart and anything they want to say. And I'll always remember this one uh, man who went up to the microphone and he said, so this was on the day of a, the Carrick's weekend, and this was present time. He said, several years ago, I received a letter in here. He was incarcerated. I received a letter from my daughter. My daughter had been praying for me, and she got a word from Jesus to send to me, and she sent me the letter. And he said, I want to read it to you, because I now have an understanding a part of what this prophecy was and what she sent me. And I, I, didn't, I didn't remember the whole letter, but I remembered these four points. And again, this speaks to receiving supernatural strength. So what this man said was, this is what Jesus said to him through his daughter's letter. Number one, I know it's hard to wait. And he'd been waiting a long time when he got the letter, and it had been years since he'd gotten the letter. But Yeshua said, I know it's hard to wait. And we know that Yeshua knew that. He waited all those years in Nazareth for his ministry to begin. Number two, I'm sending strangers to bless you. Number three, abide in God's plan. Number four, speak to the mountain. Let me just read those again. I know it's hard to wait. I'm sending strangers to bless you. Abide in God's plan. Speak to the mountain. And he said, the one, three, and four, he understood and he'd been doing them. But number two, he said, this Carrick's weekend, you men who've come in to bless us, you are the strangers that Jesus said he was sending to bless me. You are a fulfillment of a prophetic word from years ago. And I want to thank you for coming and being the strangers who are blessing me. Now, I want to go through these four again because I believe this is a 
a uh, encouragement and exhortation from Yeshua to us as we persevere in these days of trial, uh, as we persevere in America and across the globe, as we persevere uh, endeavoring to bear fruit and come into the fullness of his spirit and uh, finish our course and witness to others and be a, a glowing light in this world. This is strength. This is an action plan. Number one, I know it's hard to wait. We've been waiting. We've been crying out for revival. We've been crying out for an awakening. Uh, we've been crying out for things to change in our families, our bodies, our churches, our communities, our nation. It's hard to wait and it's hard to persevere. So we need supernatural strength. Number two, I'm sending strangers to bless you. I believe there's going to be coming a wave of strangers from foreign countries, Mexico, Uganda, Israel, China, all over the world. Father will send strangers because he's not done with the United States of America. There is coming a third great awakening to America. We will throw off the tyranny of our governor, government and our uh, media and our education system. Number three, abide in God's plan. I hope by this time in your life you know God's plan for you. And he's calling you to abide in his plan. Though you may not be seeing great results, though you may be wondering if you did hear from God correctly, uh, abide in God's plan for you. Abide in his plan for you to be a light to the world, his witness in the earth, and whatever he specifically called you to do. Again, this requires great strength and power in our mind, in our soul, in our bodies. And then the fourth thing is speak to the mountain. Use your voice. Proverbs 18:21 says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Yeshua said in Matthew 12, by your words you will be justified. Romans 10 says, with the heart one believes unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Use your voice, speak to things, speak to situations, speak to unclean spirits, speak to, speak over uh, the people that you're praying for. Make decrees over them. Speak to the mountain. And in all of this action plan, I want to, I'm going to read it to you one more time because I believe it's so important for us right now. All of this, we are saying this prayer that Paul prayed for the Colossians, that you might be strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks. Now hear the word of Yeshua. I know it's hard to wait. I'm sending strangers to bless you. Abide in God's plan. Speak to the mountain. Shalom.